Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 666. Just living positive and all the positive vibe will come to you. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. I'll never worry again about having a dead battery with my NOCO Genius Boost Jump Starter. This compact tool fits in my glove box and features rechargeable lithium battery technology that'll jumpstart a dead battery in my car, boat, truck, or RV. The Genius Boost features built-in spark-proof technology and reverse polarity protection to safely jumpstart any of my vehicles. The compact, ergonomically designed clamps are built from solid copper for maximum conductivity. There's a built-in ultrabite dual LED flashlight with seven modes, including an SOS and emergency strobe. I use my Genius Boost Jump Starter to charge my phone, tablet, and laptop while I'm on the road or if the power goes out in my home. The unit itself is easily rechargeable in my vehicle. The Genius Boost from NOCO is the ultimate emergency tool that's safe and easy to use. Quality design, state-of-the-art technology from NOCO, the battery car source since 1914. I've got one in each of my vehicles. Get yours at GeniusChargers.com. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I am revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, all the way from Panama, Francielena Mendez. Francie, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Yes, I am. Let's get started. I'm excited. Yes, very nice to have you here. Great to be in Panama. Francia Elena Mendez is an industrial engineer from Venezuela, who's been based in Panama for the last two years. Before moving to Panama, she was the technical trainer for the automotive aftermarket division of 3M Venezuela. Today, she is a product and training specialist for Meguiar's car care products in Latin America, and she covers a massive territory from Mexico to Argentina. She trains Meguiar's staff and customers to become more skilled in their detailing utilizing the extensive line of quality car care products that Meguiar's has to offer. So, Francie, as your friends like to call you, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment, share a little bit more about your career, about Meguiar's, and, of course, your passion for automobiles? Yeah, you know, my curiosity about cars, because it was more a curiosity than a passion, it started since I was a child, in fact, because my father used to change his daily car every two years. Oh, wow. So I can, yeah, I can say he treated his car as his babies. So I could saw many different cars models in our garage. And because of that, I always knew about car brands, models, etc. So that was how everything started. How it all got going. Yeah. Then when I graduated from university, I joined to Daimler Chrysler Company. And I saw for the first time how a car is manufactured, which was uh, fantastic for me. Mm. And after a year, I joined to 3M Company. And I used to sell automotive products by demonstrations for collision repair market. And being there, I learned on how to repair a collision and how to paint a car. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Now, as you told, 
Anna, proudly part of the Maguire's crew as a technical trainer for Latin American. And it is an amazing experience to be a part of this brand with this heritage and this trajectory on the automotive market. So I do love the passion for everyone working here. And more than that, the pride about being part of this legacy. Yes, absolutely. Well, I'll, I'll tell our listeners, I had the pleasure of meeting Francie when I was at the SEMA show this past fall. And she is one passionate lady. My gosh, she is so enthusiastic. I mean, I could just tell the excitement in your eyes about the product, about the brand, about the car. So it was really great that I got to meet you because a lot of my guests I don't get to meet sometimes till after I interview them. But getting to meet you in advance was really, really fun. And we're going to learn a lot more about you as we continue your journey. But first, I always like to start with a success quote or a mantra. It's some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your life and your success. And it's a really nice way to get the inspirational tires or the random orbital pad spinning here on Cars, yeah? So, Elena, take the wheel. Just living positive and all the positive vibe will come to you. Mm. H- how do I use it? I just have faced many challenges in my life, in my career too. Some of them for good, some of them to learn. So, when I feel something is not getting the way that I want or just if there is something worrying me more than I expect... I just try to keep positive mind on that and try to see the positive sides of everything, even though it couldn't be good, it couldn't be fine. So if there is something that I could solve, I would do my best, but inspired on the positive way. Absolutely. Well, what a wonderful way to go through life and really the only way to go through life, uh, dwelling on the negative rarely gets us anywhere. And uh, being a positive person, as I know you are, is certainly a mindset that will get us through all the difficulties that we face in our yeah. on our day in our life. So what a fantastic way to live a life. That's great. Well, would you share a story that instigated your passion for cars? You talked about your dad getting a new car every couple of years, which is really fun and exciting. But tell us that pivotal moment in your life when you really knew that you were a car gal. Yeah, my dad was absolutely a uh, pivotal on that. Uh, my car hobby, as I told, started since I was a child. And it was because I used to help my dad on just washing his car weekly. Ah. So it was a 1987 Jeep Wagoneer. And he showed me how to care the car surface and why. So he used to tell me, your car is a part of your appearance. No matter which one it is, it must be clean and shining. Uh, then, yeah. I like then, you, Dad. <laughs> yeah, I like to. Then I became very curious about cars. As much as one day I was playing into my dad's, my dad's car and I moved the gear shift to our position. Uh oh. And I got my first car crash. Oh no. Inside the garage. Oh no. How old? No, how old were you? On my nine years old. Oh my gosh. So. You might, you might have set a record there. <laughs> yeah. I used to play inside the car, you know, that I was driving with my, with my friends. Yeah. And I was going to the beach. I love the beach, by the way. So 
that was on my nine years old. Oh my gosh. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh man. Well, that must have been a tough, tough day for you and your dad, I'm sure. Yeah. But many years after the, after that, and regarding my automotive career, I, I started as an internship for more than a year at Daimler and Chrysler company when they used to be Daimler and Chrysler. Mm-hmm. So where I, I ran an interesting project there regarding the new assembly of the 2007 Dodge Caliber, there was a change between the Chrysler Neon, which used to be a sedan that they manufactured there, to the Dodge Caliber. So I was in charge of the design of the new warehouse for body parts for the Dodge Caliber. Oh, wow. As well as, yeah, as well as the way to supply them to the manufacturing line because it changed everything since the Chrysler Neon was a sedan and Dodge Caliber was a hatchback model. So being there, I learned, as I told at first, how a car is manufactured in life, which was an amazing experience to learn. But more than that, this experience showed me all the people effort behind a car manufacturing site, Mm, I would say. Yeah, it is incredible. I've been fortunate to visit many automotive factories from very small ones like Lamborghini and Ferrari to very large ones at Stuttgart, the uh, Mercedes factory there and up in Munich, the BMW factory and Volkswagen. And oh, it is incredible how all the pieces come together and they create these automobiles. I think people take it for granted when they just jump in it and drive not only the manufacturing, but the technology and engineering that goes into these automobiles today is absolutely brilliant. It's fantastic. What a great experience that you had. (laughs) Really great. Was this in Venezuela? It was in Venezuela, in fact. Okay. Awesome. Well, Francie, what I want to do now is take a look at some of the roads you've driven down and crawl under the hood and Get our hands a little dirty, something I know you're not afraid of doing, and ask you to share a huge challenge or even a big failure that you faced along the way in your career, something that you kind of butted your head up against and found to be a challenge. But the most important part of this, of course, is what did it teach you so that you could come out the other side in a positive way? Yeah, well, you know, after my experience on Dyler Chrysler Company, I joined to 3M Company in Venezuela as a warehouse supervisor. But after six months, I found that wasn't what I liked for my career. Mm. So I had the opportunity to apply for a sales position in automotive aftermarket division. I wasn't sure if that was what I liked too, but I took the opportunity. So I got an interview. I recall it was in fact on my birthday, <laughs> but yeah, but during the interview, I was told I had a chance to choose between two available positions in sales department. Those were as an industrial sales representative, which was much related to my career, and as an automotive sales representative, which was very challenging because I might have to visit at automotive body shops mainly. Mm. And also, there was a paradigm on having a woman in that position in the company. Oh, sure. So, yeah. yeah. So, after the interview, I did choose 
and I was moved to the sales reps department as the first woman in 3M Venezuela assigned to teach and sell by demonstrations, by the way, (laughs) automotive products for collision repairs, like abrasive, compounds, polishers, Mm -hmm. sanding machines, fillers, sealers, etc. Wow, congratulations for that. (laughs) Wow, tremendous. Thank you. Yeah, you broke that ceiling, as they say. Yeah, I broke it, but I was in front of a huge wall. Yeah. That was the paradigm, not only in the company, I mean, in our culture, Latin American culture, about being a young lady demonstrating and selling automotive products to workers mm. that could have an entire life working in the same way, you know? Yes. So, but I would like to say I got an entire support from my family and my husband. And also, I just was glad and excited for two things. I would work in the automotive market. And I would teach people, even though I was aware I couldn't sell anything, zero experience on that. Then I did it for two years. And after two sales awards, I was moved to the technical trainer positions to the same automotive division where the world grew up for me because I was in charge of teaching 12 sales reps on how to demonstrate and sell our products nationwide. Wow. So I did it for six years. So, well, yeah, this is a fantastic story because it, it helps those, uh, or young women or girls out there who want to break into the automotive industry or any industry that is normally dominated by men, that there's a possibility to do it. There's hope and that you can do it. So if there's one takeaway you could offer our listeners that would help them kind of break that ceiling, if you will, that metaphorical ceiling, what would it be? You know, it it would be, I just learned that that paradigms could be in our minds forever. If we don't change the way we think sometimes, if we don't think out of the box, maybe, I learned that there is not impossible things to be achieved. I mean, there are challenges to face and the success depends on the way you face them. Yes. Also, I would say I learned so much on the field work from people with a huge knowledge about the auto repair process. And I got as well the satisfaction that I showed people to be more productive on their operational days, which means earn more money to provide to their families at the end of the day. Oh, it's just a great story. My wife and I have been married for 33 years. When we met, she was in college and she was studying to be an engineer and she graduated with an engineering degree and went to work in a field that was all men. I mean, she was the only woman in the office except for the receptionist. And yeah, she she had to battle through that um, attitude that many men had that, well, a woman shouldn't be in this field or she's not smart enough to be an engineer. And it was a bit of a battle and a bit of an uphill climb. But once she showed that she was uh, smart and worthy, then she earned some respect yeah. and uh, and changed some minds of some of those uh, those men who have blocks in their heads <laughs> or they are yeah. blockheads. So uh Fantastic story. Congratulations for that. Well, let's shift gears, Francie, and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share what I call the career aha moment. You've moved around and done a lot of different things in the automotive sector, which is fantastic. Tell us about that time when you had an aha moment. Those headlights came on and kind of illuminated your way for a new path, new career path. And tell us the steps you took to turn that aha moment into a success. 
I would say as an aha moment, I think it was when 3M company announced internally uh, about I joined the automotive sales department. Everyone was like, wow, what is that? (laughs) And I was excited, even though I didn't have any experience at all for that. Mm -hmm. But some people came to me to say, do you know what are you going to do in that position? Or are you sure this is what you want for your career? Or even worse, do you know there are reasons why women don't cover or apply to that position? (laughs) So at that moment, I realized this is going to change and I will show you how. So I I but I should say I needed to organize myself on how to. So I did it. I started about the products and practice a lot in my garage with my own and family cars. Mm So that pushed me to do the best that I could. And it was such a great experience. Nowadays, I I couldn't say different. Well, kudos to 3M for also uh, allowing you to take on that challenge and move into an area where they'd never had a woman in that position before. It really says something about that company and their willingness to try new things and break new barriers as well and change minds. So uh, fantastic. Great company. Yeah. How about proudest career moments? I would assume you've had many, but is there one in particular that stands out for you? Yeah, during the sales experience, when I started as, a, as an automotive sales representative, there was a Latin American sales competition, mainly about hitting and exceeding the sales target for the year. Mm-hmm. So I joined knowing the fact I couldn't be one of the winners as I missed six months of achieving sales because I, I joined in June. Oh, okay. Uh, but at the end of the year and after six months of a hard job, I would say, I was one of the five winners in Venezuela for oh, that competition. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And the award was going to the NASCAR race in Daytona. Ooh, yeah, which represented to me the race that I did achieving sales on just six months to win. Oh, my gosh. But that was a feel for my passion and what I was doing at that moment. And after all, my I would say my product moment, business moment now, it's always I feel proud when I show how when I show someone how to improve its daily work. Oh, so. yeah. There's nothing better than helping people do things, teaching them how to do things, and especially with car care because it is something that's so immediate. You can work on a car and stand back and go, wow, look at that. An hour or two ago, it didn't look like that. Look what I did. So I worked in the automotive car care industry for many, many years, and that was one of the biggest joys for me is teaching people how to use the products and seeing the smile on their face when they were done and they stood back and realized, wow, I can do it too. So yeah, it's very rewarding. Well, congratulations for that. Well, let's have a little bit of fun and talk about your first really special car, and maybe share a memory you have of that vehicle. Sure. My first really special car is the one that I have now. It is a 2016 Mini Cooper Countryman. Ah, cool. Yeah, that I bought here in Panama six months ago. But besides, it is one of my dreamed cars. I found it very functional, very comfortable. Without a sport spirit and excellent dynamic behavior with a BMW engineering. And I fall in love with when I saw it for the first time. So (laughs) I, I have followed Mini since a long time ago and I've seen the evolution on their performance. And a great memory that I have is when I receive it, in fact, 
it was a surprise prepared by my husband. Oh, how fun. Yeah, I'm the salesperson. Since my husband was in charge of the purchasing process, one day he told me, you know, we need to go to mini dealership to solve an issue that we have with the paperwork and some science papers. And then we arrived there and the mini was covered with a UK <laughs> flag. And I didn't get it. I mean, yeah. the mini was covered with a UK <laughs> flag and the reveal process was with a countdown. But at that moment, I didn't realize that was my car. I was looking for someone else to receive it. <laughs> so who is this car? Why, why the owner is not here? And uh, no, honey, this is your car. Oh, my was, gosh. Yeah, it was so put a name. And I, I called him, I call it as a snowflake. As I, <laughs> I don't know how is the snow because I haven't been in a snow place. So I wish he's my snowflake. <laughs> oh, how fun. Well, you know, this is great. You mentioned snow. Today, we're, I'm calling you from Gig Harbor, Washington. I woke up to a bunch of snow this morning. So I'll yeah. send you a picture of, of what uh, it looks like here. But we went through a similar thing. We bought a Mini Cooper for our daughter. And same thing. And her little brother hid in the back trunk. And they we brought her to the Mini dealership thinking we would just have fun and look at cars. And walked into that room. Same thing. It was all covered up. And I said, hey, let's look what under here and she said dad that's someone else's car they're getting today you can't touch that and i said oh come on they won't care and she, she's all nervous no dad don't touch the car cover and we pulled it back and her brother jumps out of the back of the hatchback and surprise and it was her car oh, so wow. yeah yeah very fun i've loved mini coopers we'd have two we've had two in our family they're great little cars and uh your little snowflake, perfect name for that little car, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And the color, I know. Yeah, your color matches my daughter's car's color. So uh, perfect, perfect. Exactly. Well, how about sellers remorse? Have you owned a car in the past that you let go that you wish you had back in the garage? Uh, I wish to have back my first car, which was a 2008 GM Avio hatchback. Okay. It wasn't a fancy car. It wasn't a collector car, but it was my first one that I bought with my savings. Ah. Yeah, and it was one of my successful tools for my job. He, it's never felt. <laughs> and I got, you know, I got, I got so much good memories with it. So that's what I. I would like to have bring back. Yeah, there's nothing more special than saving up and buying your own first vehicle and having the pride of ownership. And the fact that yours was a, a work vehicle, if you will, took you around exactly. to your client, was even more special. So uh, tried and true. Well, let's talk about today and tomorrow. You're working for Meguiar's. You're training people in a vast coverage of area from Mexico all the way down to Argentina. My goodness, that's a huge, massive area. So you do a lot of traveling, I would assume. But what has you really excited and fired up for the new year here? Uh, we're coming up on 2017. So uh, what has you excited, Francie? Yeah, as as you said, I'm in charge of developing sales growth for Maguire's brand. I would say this is a very exciting new position working with some of Game Changers products that I didn't I didn't know that exists as the DA machine, as the whole light restoration kits, the new clay bars or all the way of the waxes that we have mm -hmm. in the in the portfolio. So, but more than that, I am excited about knowing a new side of the business, which is the detailing. Mm. Since I was focused on collision repair, so I can say I do love the passion behind the detailing world. 
around the region and have a challenge uh, on how to see it's becoming more popular in some countries where people didn't used to care about the car appearance. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's fantastic to meet current enthusiast people too. But yeah, it's mainly about driving sales around the region, just getting more car crazy guys. <laughs> exactly. Car crazy yeah. for sure. And I've had lots of people from McGuire's as guests here on Cars. Yeah, of course, Barry McGuire, I've known him for decades. And um, Michael Stoops, of course, who introduced me to you at the SEMA show and many, many other McGuire's people. So uh, you're in great hands. You're in great company with great products. Uh, I think you're going to have a fantastic year helping people keep their cars looking perfect. Sounds like fun. Now, here's a very introspective question for you. If Francie was a car, what kind of car would she be and why? You know, I was thinking about that question for a while, and uh, I would be definitely a modern car. Mm -hmm. I would like to be an Italian design car as a Grand Cabrio Maserati in red color, because (laughs) I would like to experience the freedom about being a convertible car. Ah, okay. Yeah, with a mix between elegance and dynamics, besides getting the powerful of a BH engine. Ah, nice. (laughs) Yeah, and also with an exceptional interior and exterior Italian design. (laughs) There you go. Nice choice. Nice choice. Beautiful, beautiful cars. Francie, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people. But what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member, Finra Sipic. Everyone who knows me knows I'm really picky when it comes to my cars and keeping them looking new. I'm a huge fan of Covercraft floor mats. I've protected my vehicle with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft floor mats. They will protect your vehicle's factory carpets from daily abuse, weather, pets, children, weekend adventures, and those everyday spills. It's a fast, easy, and stylish way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft floor mats come in a wide variety of styles, materials, and configurations, all designed for maximum protection. In addition to Premier Plush and Berber Custom Floor Mats, you'll also find cargo liners, canine cargo area liners, dash covers, and sunscreens. Enhance your vehicle's looks while protecting the factory finishes with easy-to-install and easy-to-clean floor mats. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them market Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Okay, Francie, we are back and we're entering the last lap and I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Keep your car clean and shiny. <laughs> I was hoping very, you'd say that. Absolutely. Very appropriate. <laughs> yeah, it goes all the way back to those days in the driveway with your dad where he taught you how to keep your car and your appearance looking sharp and clean. Little did you know then you'd end up with Meguiar's. How funny is that? 
Yeah. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has helped contribute to your success over the years? Just listen to customer needs. You know, I've seen many sales reps just trying to sell something to someone that doesn't need. Ah, yeah. Listening to your customer is oh so important. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Do you have a resource that you think the Carja yeah listeners would enjoy? Yeah, of course. I learned, I mean, a lot for, from field work workers as well as from leaders of the company where I work now. But I currently for the detailing side, I'm learning a lot for, from maguiresonline.com, mm, yeah. which is a Maguire forums. It's fantastic how many questions came to the forum and how the Maguire's crew respond that so i learned a lot from them it's a great resource for sure and i'll make sure there's links on your cars yeah show notes page to that forum and to the mcguire site so people could go there and learn about car care yeah and everything great. yeah incredible wealth of knowledge there now how about a book is there a book that you've read that you think our listeners would enjoy i am a little bit silly to read but <laughs> Uh, I read The uh, Power of Listening in Spanish is El Poder de Escuchar by Ismael Cala. It's, uh, it's just teach you how to listen in a proper way because sometimes mm. we can think we listen, but sometimes we don't. Yeah. You know, there's a great saying. Are you familiar with Stephen Covey? And his book. Yes, I am. Yes, yeah, I am. I love that book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And my favorite is. Lesson yeah. number five, first listen to understand, then speak to be understood. Ah, so hard to yes. remember sometimes, but really so, so important. So fantastic. Sounds like a great book. Well, listeners, you can find links to all these great resources that Francie's been so kind to share on her show notes page at carsyacom slash Elena Mendez. Just type Elena in the search bar. Her page will pop up and you will find all these great links. There's another great place on the Carsia website called Guest recommended books were the past 665 guest books, and this book are listed for quick, easy clicks to buy. It's a great resource. All right. We're going to have a little fun here. We're up to the checkered flag, Francie, and this last question could be a real doozy. If you could have only one collector car, something really fun in your garage to play with on the weekends and polish and wax, and money's no object, I'm going to buy you anything in the world today, what would that vehicle be? And more importantly, why? Okay, I'm glad you can buy it. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> it's so can't. much it's so much fun buying these cars for people every day. It's just it's just a blast. <laughs> yeah, it's a blast. Uh, I would say it's a Chevy 58 pickup, but restored by me. Would be my collector and the weekend car because it would be a mix of heritage, knowledge that I got in my career, and it's the perfect size for fun on weekends. So just be aware it would be in turquoise color. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Well, Fancy, fancy car for sure. We'll have some yeah. fun restoring that thing, making it super special and customized just for you. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, Francie, you've taken us and you've taken me on a great ride today. I've really enjoyed your stories. I want to thank you for sharing your journey with the Cars Yeah listeners and with me. Could you give us one parting piece of guidance before you drive off in the sunset in that custom-built car? Sure. Always believe in yourself, no matter what they say. At the end, we are what we do and what we say. Ah, brilliant words of advice. 
And what's the best way for our listeners to learn about you and McGuire's? Oh, oh, everyone can find me on the social media, Facebook as Francielena Mendez, as well as on the Instagram, my email, fmendez2 mmn.com. And of course, about Maguire's, Maguire'sOnline.com, Maguire's.com. So that's the best way to contact me. Absolutely. Well, listeners, again, you can find all these links on. Francie Elena's show notes page at carsyad.com. Just type in Francie Elena. That's F-R-A-N-C-I-E-L-E-N-A in the search bar. And her page will pop up with all those great links. Muchas gracias, Francie, for being so generous today with your time and your expertise and for sharing your amazing experience with me and the listeners. Until we talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. It's uh, such a great experience to share my knowledge and my journey this, uh, during this automotive career. So thank you. You're welcome. The pleasure's been all mine. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!